0: Hey folks, welcome into the PFI College Football Show. Pro Football art on Week Five of the College Football Season. Michael McQueen, Connell Dagan, Dark Harder is out. He's out. While well, he may be, a, he may still be a freshman. Hope you're feeling better, Dara. can you believe Dark Harder has completely ghosted us. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like
1: there was zero text. You know, there's no no notice. Absolutely shocking. Uh, I, I heard he's going to be
0: sending his notice next week. I know here big, big pressure on next week. You'll be dropping off next week now in protest. Yeah, okay, grand. Yeah, I'm sure. um, <laughs> here, really, really good crack last week, sir. I enjoyed chatting with you. It was good crack, and um, seen seen a few comments as well. So thanks very much to people watching this, people listening to this, and we massively appreciate it. Um, it's it's good crack, and like obviously going into week five of the season, it it feels like it's flying in. I mean. Like man, this is turning into the PFI Colorado Buff show at some point. But I feel like, you know, we need to talk about that last week. But then we also need to talk about Notre Dame and how they lost that game at the end. Like what the actual hell happened there. I woke up, so I had it recorded and I woke up and watched them like, oh my God. Really? Like heartbreaking.
1: And, and and what made that game even worse is like it was 17 to 14 but somehow it was like one of the most entertaining games like you could have watched Like, because you can tell first off by like how the game was being played you were like okay like this is like a must win game for both teams but also like you know there's not a whole lot of scoring here but like neither of the offences are doing like horribly like it's not like they're failing it's simply because the defences are doing so well and then like they just couldn't convert on a couple fourth downs sometimes
0: yeah and it was just like it felt like their defence really got them into it and got, like for, for just for new and, and and the crowd, man, was so involved. And you feel like they're so close, man. They are so close now to getting to that next stage. And they have a huge, huge, you know, a few weeks ahead of them. It feels like a big, big week in the season. I mean, do you want to talk about Colorado first or do you want to talk about never was we're talking about the game or what?
1: I think we get them out of the way because this would be the last people who will probably be hearing of them from us. <laughs> For the next while, I guess.
0: Well, uh, Colorado, USC, Colorado this week. Like, let's let's kick off and sort of see the crack in terms of this year. Look, we've been talking about the buffs for weeks because it's it's the factor. Like, man, I think the thing about Deion Sanders, and if if this is the last time we're talking about this team until until we do a bowl game special from Chile or wherever, definitely not from Cypharma and I with Dara. I'm joking. And it'd be, be,
1: be banned from everywhere by then
0: <laughs> I feel like um, it, it's brought a lot of NFL fans into college football genuinely and I also feel like off topic from the buffs I feel like the FSU team this year and the fact you are going to Dublin next year and how FSU are playing is bringing people in But stay on Colorado you know USC are number 8 in America at the minute going in the boulder 10am mountain start on the road the USC are Perfect so far this season. Four no. They had a road win last Saturday against Sun Devils. Shout out to Brock Osweiler and the lads. 42-28 Shout out, shout out um, to Drew
1: Pine as well. Shout out to Drew
0: Pine as well. Drew Pine. By I I I, I love the way he said Drew Pine. I love the carry accent. By I tell you. Um, Trojans have been just so so good. You know, look. Obviously, for people wondering, C- Caleb Williams, seventy five, one hundred 74 points for the completion percentage so far this season. One. 1,200 yards 15 passing touchdowns so far this season their defence is where they need to show a bit of improvement the buffs it feels Dara uh, it feels it's not even Connell. here oh my god i am done it again <laughs> Connell. sorry man it feels like I'll get there by week 10 it feels like this is maybe the final week for Colorado in terms of them being in the big spotlight especially after last week's game against Oregon but for one last time this season I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say to you what if they beat USC, Connell? What if they done it? <laughs> then everything get
1: everything from what it was. I think gets turned up like to basically ten because like you have that would be basically them beating you know like one of the blue blood like you know if you think of college football you think of USC. But not only that, you then also have them beating the guy who is number one for the Heisman right now, maybe even tied right now with Michael Penix. We kind of have to see how that plays out the rest of the year but you know piggybacking off your point of like this has brought so many people into it I've had friends of mine who don't even watch the NFL but they know you know vaguely but then they've been like oh all over my Instagram all over my whatever like it's it's Deion Sanders Deion Sanders Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes and they're like you know they like then get into it and they're like oh wow this is like so like interesting so it's, it's brought new eyes, I guess. And I think we basically have gotten really lucky, I think, with that as well. Um, but this game, I think, should be probably the most entertaining game of the weekend to teams who – defenses a little bit shaky, uh, but their offenses, you know, they're, they're going to pass the ball and pass the ball and pass the ball until, you know, the quarterback's arms fall off, basically. Um, both quarterbacks are Heisman contenders right now. Um, Shadur Sanders literally just needs to like stop holding on to the ball for so long and stop taking too many sacks Um, but other than that they do a really really great job. I was looking at um, uh, USC's um, strength of schedule uh, in the entire country and they are exactly 133 of 133 they have the easiest schedule uh, as of right now obviously some things can change with that but they are 133 of 133 in strength of schedule so you know, it, it's going to be a really entertaining game. I think, you know, they should win. USC should win. If they don't win, I think you'd have to ask a lot of questions. And the questions would have to fall on the defence, I think, because that's the only way they'd lose, is getting outscored or not. You know, not by falling short on offence.
0: One useless college football fact of the week for me, I actually went to this game back in 2017, 2016, I can not remember what year it was in Folsom Field, and... I feel like we're safe enough in this podcast now I can say this a few minutes in if people are still listening from near me or you know know me man first college football experience like let's just say I'd be doing a dark harder and not being on the podcast if I went there it's again um, it's funny because I wanted to very quickly mix and match into this for people guessing when when we record this podcast the day after that game I seen the Broncos play in Denver oh, Trevor Simeon was the starting quarterback oh. and I uh, I just wanted to say that because as we record the New York Jets, I'm just signed Trevor Simeon. Simeon. Oh. Trevor Simeon, there you go. The last, the go. last
1: Broncos quarterback <laughs> with a winning record.
0: <laughs> Northwestern, isn't it? Like a, He was he a Northwestern North genius Western. as well.
1: And also, um, the, I guess Colorado Buffalo should be really happy that the Denver Broncos lost on Sunday. And then the Denver Broncos should be really happy that Taylor Swift exists from pulling all the, the spotlight off them.
0: Shout out to Jeff Reinbold who literally had a fit live on Monday night saying he was sick of the whole trailer so I'm like calm, calm, calm the bop calm the bop calm the bop um, Looking forward to seeing you this weekend I, I, I know you're in London at the Jags game it's going to be a good crack we'll talk about a team from Georgia in a minute that are going to be playing not in London but playing in the States this weekend in a huge college matchup let's go Michigan Nebraska at number 2 like it just feels like it's just it's 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 a weird time for Nebraska I mean, let's be honest, ever since they really set foot in Dublin, it's been a weird time to be honest with you. Number two, Michigan, who have their main man back, squared off against Nebraska one of the games of the week. Um, Wolverines, the Michigan Wolverines and Jim Harbour are averaging 31.75 points per game. JJ McCarthy is hitting on 80% of his pass attempts. Nebraska is sitting in a different situation, 2-2. Two and two behind a passing attack the average is just 125 yards a game with Matt Rule for NFL fans looking to know um, you've got a very very strong run defence but you're going up against a Michigan team that yes he took a while against Rutgers last week to to find their rhythm in a 31-7 win but you feel even though they're going into the big house you could call it that I think Michigan fans might call it somewhere else but going, going into Nebraska into that big farm mark yard that I call it you feel like they'll get it done don't you? Yeah, I mean they should they should be going rolling out a of game Michigan number two in the number two in the country and they, they should be going up against the corner and getting the win here. uh
1: you know, as we've said, the Michigan Wolverines are like playing for November. They're you know their only ranked opponent, like they don't have any ranked opponents until the eleventh of November, and that's against uh Penn State, and then two weeks later or three weeks later they play uh Oklahoma or not Oklahoma, uh Ohio State. And then, you know, like, they're a really, really good team. I mean, Blake Corum, they're running back. You know, probably, you know, talent-wise talent is probably the best running back in next year's draft, I'd say. Maybe even their backup running back could easily get drafted this year as well. You know, it's kind of like, you know, the Alabama teams of old where you'd look through them and it was like Derek Henry a couple of years ago was their second choice running back, and they had, like, Alvin Kamara, and obviously he transferred, but, you know, just a stacked running back room was basically what, all good college football teams seem to have, um, but you know JJ McCarthy. I think this will really be a game where he can kind of show us a little bit more because he's hitting on a lot of those passes. But you know he only has eight passing touchdowns and he has three interceptions. So you know you'd like to see him maybe get the 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 reins loosened on him a little bit. But like the defense is stacked. I'm interested to see for Nebraska they've changed their starting quarterback. You know the first two weeks it was um, Jeff Sims and he was not looking great whenever he had to pass the ball he was a good rusher but they replaced him with heinrich harberg who's the first uh the first quarterback he's from nebraska he's the first guy from nebraska to ever since 2001 uh to commit to be nebraska's quarterback and he's like he's done really really well the last two games 260 heinrich. yards passing heinrich harberg Harburg, maybe He's, he's from America. His dad played for uh, Northwestern or not Northwestern for Nebraska. He was a fullback for Nebraska.
0: He sounds very like Danish. Doesn't yeah. He? He sounds like very like, you know, like we're talking like a er- Erling Holland situation here, <laughs> you know, like we're the da and stuff. Um, by the way, I'm old enough to remember really? Erling Holland's father's career being ruined. I watched that game live on television in case you're wondering, Connell. Um, yeah, like he's like he so he he's a two games so far and he's like this is a baptism of fire this week going for him. Oh,
1: yeah, I mean the last two games, you know, they won both of them with him a quarterback now that it's not like they were the most difficult games ever, but you know, I believe this is the first time they've been at like 500 for like 2 years. <laughs> so, you know, they'll be happy to be at 500 now in this game they'll probably fall below, but they have some good enough games. They don't play a whole lot of ranked teams for the rest of the year. I could see them definitely, you know, these two wins, probably getting to about five wins, six wins at a push. Um, But if Harburg like, plays solidly, I mean, you know, he has basically 500 yards total, you know, rushing and passing the last two weeks and five touchdowns. So he's, he's done pretty well for them. And if he can keep even half of that off and do something in this game, I think it would be very similar to the Colorado game where the defense really plays well in the first half, but it falls
0: off in the second half and we see you know, the, the big scoreline happened. Let's see. I, I feel like, I feel like college game days in Nebraska this week, I want to say they are. I feel like they might be. I'll just double check that while I'm talking right now. They were in South Bend last week and they're not there at Duke this week. So I, I feel like an absolute idiot right now. But it felt like this was the game to, uh, and by the way, we, we are going to try and bring that in at the end because I know, I know you said to me about Notre Dame playing Duke, you know, it's a huge game for both teams. We will try at the end before the end to talk about that. I know, there's a lot of Notre Dame teams, or a lot of Notre Dame fans, that want to hear about that. We're, we're trying to cover as many colleges as we can. It's difficult, Connell, when you have so many, so many teams in college football. So it's hard. So I'll shut up and bounce on here. By the way, I'm presuming we're both taking Michigan to win that game. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Hang on, I'll just break out. I got a new jacket.
0: Oh, there it is. Oh. There it is. <laughs> Michigan. I was, I, I was wondering where you you're going with I was like, what's he oh, doing? Is he got these all written down somewhere? I was like, oh, happy this. Yeah, it looked nice. I think he sent me a picture of it the other day. Yeah, Jonathan- I, I got
1: it. I was going to pay like 25 euro for it. And then I only had cash and the card machine. It was very slow. So I was like, I can just pay cash. And then I had 20 to give to your man. Say, like, oh, I only have 20. He's like, that's grand. <laughs> he just let me go with it. Where, where was this? Oh, that's incredible. The, in, in the college. Down in the college. There was like vintage, like cool clothes. still. So-
0: I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Shout out to uh Galway and that yeah. college. That, that that place in Galway. I'll have to get down to Galway at some point. Jeff Rainbow's going there. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E slash N F L Ireland for tickets. I have to get you a free ticket for that, Connell. Maybe get you on the C of as well. well. See that Michigan jacket. Um number one, Georgia. The Georgia Bulldogs going up against Auburn. The Deep South's oldest rivalry. It goes all the way back, Connell. Did you know the 1892 when neither of us were born that's how long ago you it. sure you I, weren't born I'm sure i'm not born I'm sure i wasn't born in 1892 but i tell you that born 99 years later though uh, which sounds even worse um look they're cruising they're sitting 4-0 like they had a really really poor start against south carolina um two weeks ago in their first sec game of the year but they get back on track last week 49 21 win over uab in a home game going to auburn like look Auburn are in an interesting situation. They lost Texas AM. Peyton Ford is benched, which is interesting. So we have a number of different storylines here. Do you think there's a situation in which Auburn can go into this game and beat Georgia? That's like definitely not. Definitely not. You're completely ruling out. Zero, like-
1: 0. 0000
0: 000 000. Infinite zeros percent chance. But they have a solid man, they have a really like look, they have a solid defense. Now, I'm not saying they're gonna go out and score a lot of points, but they really have a solid defense. Yeah,
1: but you know who else has a solid defense? Iowa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, I know, but I'm I'm trying to give people like Carson Carson Beck uh is from Georgia as well. So, you yeah, know, we'll see. No, 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 it's it's not happening. <laughs>
1: they're they're very much in transition at the moment i mean last year they fired their head coach halfway through the year because there was a bunch of stuff going on um they had a decent end to last year with an interim head coach um but you know then they brought in hugh freeze who's like controversial enough you know uh back in his time for old miz and all that sort of stuff just crazy stuff is going on there and then Uh, they've come in now three and one, but last week, you know, they played their first sec opponent and did not look good. Like they lost to Texas A&M who, you know, they're a good team, but you'd expect them to maybe put up a bit more of a fight. Um, Yeah. Like the, the amount of talent that Georgia has, like we're seeing even more of Brock Bowers getting involved, probably the best tight end prospect maybe ever, maybe, maybe ever, 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 ever. Like, I mean he's going to more than likely be either depending on positional value he could be drafted higher than what Kyle Pitts was
0: oh Kyle yeah. Pitts Kyle Pitts Back. man there's so many you've just I don't mean to cut off but there's you've, you've so many like in, innuendos here Kyle Pitts plays for Atlanta Seen his first touchdown in London Carson Beck is not from Georgia plays for Georgia from Jacksonville we got Jacksonville against Atlanta <laughs> this weekend obviously Georgia Georgia Bulldogs playing in the states we're, we're going to be at that game in London looking forward to that there um, so you're saying there's no chance whatsoever like absolutely no, like, no chance
1: there's two if Georgia lost this game like I don't know what their heads would roll like it, it would be really bad
0: isn't it beautiful that we're literally going to be in person together on Sunday and I would like mate remember you said that Georgia wouldn't lose this game I'm like right get, get the microphone out Connell Diggins beside me here with the PFI College Football. Rapid reaction show. they don't even like straight up. we even tell you about it right. No it's funny like I mean like look let's see. I mean you're, you're looking for a place probably to watch. College football on Saturday night. So I have to give you some. Uh, some tips for London baby. It's uh, for people listening to this. First time in London. Hopefully get a college game there sometime let's see. But uh, there's plenty of good spots to watch college football. I actually shout out to a bar in Prague last weekend. Um I want to say it was Rocky O'Reilly. It's not a good sign. I can't remember what it was called, but they put on Colorado against Oregon beside the rugby on Saturday night. What a bar. What a great spot that was. I uh, enjoyed that there. And I think I was watching Clemson as well last weekend, so it was a good crack. Anyway, uh, let's game. try and talk about some great game, man. Let's let's try and talk about some other games that we you know, some teams as well that we maybe haven't put so much onus on because we've been so far up Dion Sanders backside over the last four weeks and we're starting to come into it now Um, Kansas-Texas Big 12 matchup undefeated ranked teams what a game number three Texas number 24 Kansas Uh, finally the Jayhawks getting in the top 25 finally uh, Longhorns had an unbelievable win at Alabama two weeks ago they just look so so fresh the, like they had a 38-6 win against Baylor last weekend they're 17 and a half point favourites wow. against Kansas and this is where you now come in Connell, as your beautiful self and tell me Michael they've more than a chance than 17 and a half point favourite is there any chance this weekend?
1: There's a, there's a slight chance I mean they run the ball really well Kansas but so it's literally going to be how much time can you burn off the clock and like not let this defence stop you But the problem is the defense is extremely good i mean in all their games they've not allowed they've pretty much allowed seven points or less or ten points or less except for against alabama and even then their defense was the reason they were able to like stay like to, to hold the lead for so long and then win that game in the end i know the offense was great but the defense really every single year has improved and they've been absolutely amazing um you know, Kansas, as I said, you know, they have some they run the ball really well. Devin Neal, four hundred yards. Daniel Hinshaw Jr. two hundred and thirty yards, like really good numbers for only four games mm. into the season. And then their quarterback yeah. is kind of a dual threat. Um, but he also has, you know, seven hundred yards passing. So they they can do something. They can do something, they can move the ball. There's not a whole lot really on defense that I can kind of tell you about. But, you know, last year they also went four and and0 and then ended up going five and and0 but they then you know, they kind of fell off the rest of the year. Finished six and six, and then lost in their bowl game. But Texas are improved basically in every way possible. Probably second best tight end in the nation. Um, I can't see them not winning this. Basically,
0: you you, you love your tight ends, mate. I, oh, I had to get that in there. You
1: know, he's just... he's great. It's one of the best positions outside of fullback, maybe.
0: Here, uh, before we talk, we'll, we'll 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 touch very briefly on Notre Dame, Duke in a minute. Um, was that the game actually you want know, let's just no no because no, I've got like a whole schedule of graphics and I need to put sure. at the very very back we're not going to go into too much detail on the folks but Utah Oregon State's yeah. a, a really interesting one and, and this is a game that's actually on Friday it's not on Saturday Friday what are they at Friday I mean I, I, look, look I, I know there's plenty of college games on Thursday and Friday it's just it's Friday's early don't, early don't forget uh,
1: don't the Mac play on Wednesdays and Thursdays as well because the, no, there's no other college football on. So they go, you know what? We'll play Wednesdays. Called midweek Maction is
0: what they call it. Midweek Maction. Yeah. Midweek, hashtag midweek. That, that feels like a t shirt design. And um, the only question I have to ask you in this game is, is Cam Rising going to play? Like, obviously, Johnson's the quarterback for Utah as it stands. I'd love to see Cam Rising come back in. But genuinely, for, for, for Utah, for the Utes, the Utes, the, the Utes. Utes. the Utes yeah but we can't say youths. We're, we're not American the Utes <laughs> the Utes <laughs> the, like, like they have they really have not established a bona fide star receiver Money Parks huh? has had a really good season to the point where he's got 10 catches nearly 200 yards on the season he had a big big reception against Florida but they, they, they don't have a standout receiver so like for me it's like can they go into this game can they like it's 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 a tight game in my opinion. I can see Oregon State getting a rundown and probably getting past them past Utah, but can you see a situation where Utah win this game on on Friday night, Friday night football? I mean, I I think even without Cam Rising, I think they
1: probably do still win this game. I think probably the only reason we haven't seen them with a number one receiver yet is simply because Cam Rising isn't there. And like you know, the other quarterbacks, they're they're grand but they're not Cam Rising you know and if you remember back to when we were talking to Nicole Auerbach I mean she had she was like Utah could be a surprise team this year just many months ago on, it it literally just depends on Cam Rising but their defense this year has been insane like absolutely insane not allowed more than 14 points and they've played they've already played Florida Baylor and UCLA like teams who can put up points and who should be putting up probably 3 or 4 touchdowns a game they've held them to to nothing. And, you know, the, the interesting players I wanted to p- point out for them is they have a... One of their linebackers is Cody Barton's brother. He uh, plays for the Washington Commanders now, I believe, not the Seahawks anymore. And then... Uh, I'm trying to find his name now in my notes. Here he is, Cole Bishop. He forced the fumble uh, in the Florida game. And he's like, yeah. he literally just flies around. He already has another interception and another fumble forced this year as well. So he's just... He's a really fun safety to watch. So, um, it's it's a really good team. I think Oregon State. You know, I, I was right last week in not picking them to win, which I was happy about because a lot of people were picking them to to win that game. But I didn't. Um, but uh, you know, I I'm not fully convinced on them yet. Maybe they, I think they should be a little bit lower down in the the rankings. Maybe even off the rankings, but. You know, they're, they're a good team. I just think Utah and their defense is going to just shut them down pretty
0: much in this game. And will tell if Diggins' prediction is right this week, if you want a Utah t-shirt, home field code Ireland 15% off. And if I don't give you that t-shirt on Sunday, oh, yeah. home, you can punch me right in the face. I promise. It's sitting right. It's literally sitting there for weeks. You ask, I I, I order three of the same t-shirt instead of two. So I've only got one T-shirt for him, but we'll get more. You see that Sam Hartman T-shirt on Homefield. That's oh. probably one of the nicest T-shirts I've ever
1: seen. And while I would spend money on it, you know, if they want to, I will give Homefield my address so that you I don't have to go through a middleman. I'll I am. Um, the
0: there there may be a kitty from Homefield, so let me see what we can do with that situation, and I'll 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 get back to you via WhatsApp, and maybe we can give yeah. one away this weekend. We'll see we'll see what we can do. That's a good idea Michael keep that in your marketing plan there live in the podcast talking about Notre Dame you know very very disappointing for them and this is just the final game we're going to look at folks very disappointing for them last weekend and you can see it took a lot out of the team but at the same time we've seen in person how motivated how determined Marcus Freeman is Re- realistically they're going to have to score way more points this week against Duke but more so they must go on a run in the next six to seven games the last time that they made a playoff run when they lost a game was back in the COVID year, but they had to beat a number one team when they went on that run. They need to be perfect the rest of the way. Can they be perfect against an undefeated Duke team this week is the question. It's hard, man.
1: It, 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 I, this uh, is like one of the games, you know, when You when I was talking about them before the season. I was like, every season they lose kind of a game or two that they maybe shouldn't lose but then I and I was like Duke could be that type of team. But then Duke go and beat Clemson, and they go and have an amazing you know year so far. And their head coach has already been linked, you know, with going to to fill in the Michigan State job as well. So you know, clearly highly regarded Mike Elko. Um, and then you can't really talk about Duke without talking about you know Riley Leonard, their quarterback. I talked about him a little bit last week or maybe two weeks ago um you know basically saying you know he's he's one of those kind of top five quarterbacks in this draft and that's this is a very very strong quarterback draft as well so I'd be really interested you know if if the Notre Dame defense can play like it did last week I don't see any reason why they don't win it just depends on like will it have kind of the mental effects on them you Mm -hmm. know where they they come in and then they're like we played so well last week and we couldn't win and then maybe they just give up you know you know a couple one or two more touchdowns just just simply because of mental fatigue simply just because of that
0: let's see what happens the game I think is late and you've you've a busy weekend and of hell of you man in terms of travel and stuff half 12 who thought that was a good idea half 12 Saturday night like, come, on, come on lads that's too late for us I'm flying from Dublin at half six on Sunday so that's not gonna happen is it? it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Maybe you can find a good spot. I'll, I'll try and get a college football spot at the weekend. I know the Hippodrome Casino. It was a casino, but I know the Hippodrome show everything. So I'll get back to you on that. People watching, listening, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching and just, you know, obviously continuing to listen. Please do like, share, subscribe, drop us a review. If you're on YouTube, you can drop us a like, drop us, drop us a comment. We'd love we'd love to hear from you. Connell, any final words before we drop off?
1: Uh not really. There's a co- there's some really good teams playing this. R.I.P. Week. Dara
0: though. No? R.I.P.
1: Dara. Um, you know, it, it, watch out for Louisville this week. They have a pretty good matchup this week. Um NCC. they're four and all. Yeah, they're four and all. we We'll see if they can continue. Uh they'll be a really surprising team because they don't have to play like uh Florida State, UNC, and Clemson this year, but they do have to play Duke and Miami, I think, later in the year. So it'll be interesting to see how they get on, but currently they're four and all, and have like one of the best offenses uh, in the country. So watch out for
0: them. Uh, we might be talking about them in a week or two. Washington seventh in in, in the country going up against Arizona, three a.m. So, Sunday morning. Yeah, I wish I could. Like that would be their offense is incredibly fun. Him
1: and Michael Penix and Romeo Dunn's is absolutely amazing. There is a clip of one of their teammates being like interviewed uh, on the sideline the last day or after the game he's like I'm going to really fun right now
0: <laughs> well here t- t- time will tell what happens this week in college football appreciate folks getting, getting in touch with us you can get in touch with us on our socials at like NFL Ireland Homefield, use code Ireland 15% off your first purchase Connell, thanks so much I'll see you in London baby woo yeah. What a way on the show. See you next week, folks. Goodbye.